You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. Welcome to WoW Talk, the Mash Those Buttons podcast all about World of Warcraft. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm here with Ray Lou. Hey, hey. And Eric. Oh, oh it? I gotta too soon. Oh, and Chris Harv Greer. Hello. And today is November 8th, and this is WoW Talk, episode number 197. And last time we did the patch 915 quiz. And we spent like the whole episode talking about that and other stuff. So we didn't get into the news. So we'll talk a little bit about our thoughts on the new patch and then we'll get into the news. Uh, there's been a lot of, a lot of news over the last month. There's still news breaking today that we even have to talk about. So we'll get into all that. Harv, how have you been doing? How is, uh, how, how, how have you been enjoying the new patch? I mean, not much has changed for me. I didn't play too much, but, uh, we, Logged in on Wednesday and killed three bosses. <laughs> then we got the soul nice. render, which is our souls were properly rendered. <laughs> and then, so we jumped on on Thursday with uh, the other guild. And we properly wiped on Sylvanas multiple times. And everybody was sad, but we were progressing, so not too bad. That's good. That's good. But yeah, have you been? Oh, have you been doing anything in uh, Burning Crusade? Not really. I lo- I've logged in a couple times, leveled for a little bit. Just wasn't failing it too much, so didn't just spend too much time. I'm uh, questing in Zangar Marsh, so Mario Brothers Land. So I logged in for the patch, and I didn't know this was going to happen, but I got the uh, 250 mount achievement out of nowhere. And I guess it's because which character did you? Log I, I don't on? know what it, I don't know what triggered it. I, I uh, my my horde main. Okay, because sometimes it happens if you happen to switch onto a character and it is able to use everything. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I and I wonder if it was because of the way like uh, at the certain renown level you can kind of access the st- other stuff from the other covenants that maybe you don't have on that character. Oh, right. So some of the other mounts I may have gotten. Might have pushed me over the top, but it's all, it, look, it said I had like 289 mounts. You get the mount at 250, and I, I, I want to say I was at like 260 before, so I don't know what, I don't know if there was something where it was bugged before and I just didn't get it or what, but yeah, I got the, the Fellfire Hawk, the nice green burning bird, which I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I, I would like to use that a lot. So now I, now I, I still, still have to get a flying unlocked Shadowlands. I still have to go back and do that, but uh no, Even I've got that unlocked, Nick. Oh man! No, you can't be behind him. I know. I'm hang- I'm I'm at the the quest hub in Corthia, and I'm like, let me hit spacebar, and I'm like, oh, I just like reared up, like it didn't. 
didn't do anything cool. I mean, it was cool enough, but it wasn't Can't like fly there anyways. That is true. That is true. <laughs> so, yeah. So I got to I got to go find somewhere I can fly, and then and then really really put the mount through its pace. Go back to uh, Mechagon. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go back to Mechagon and just yell at everybody. You don't know how good you have it. <laughs> I know Nobody's had both a good ways. Turn there. Yeah. So cool. So Ray, how are how are you doing? How's the guild been doing? Oh, uh, not too bad. I think um I ended up seeing someone online that hadn't been on in a super long time. Um, just because they, I mean, it's just someone that doesn't really talk much and just logs in, does their own thing, and then hops off. And I happened to just be on and saw uh, the handy dandy guild announcer for Mythic Plus. I was like, oh, they're online and doing. It. I was like, hey. So I messaged. I was like, hey, if you're doing another one, I can get on an alt and do some lobby ones with you just because like i had just done a crap ton you know on my main or whatever i was like it'd be nice to actually like you know do something low and something different so he's like yeah sure so we ran a handful of stuff but i i found his dislike for uh spires of ascension because i think that's the one i had he's like no i was like then i was like well i have a level two key or we can do this key and then he's like we'll just do the low key i was like ooh, you really dislike this place all right that's fine so uh so we just did a couple and just uh, did you know had fun and just chatted for a little bit just because you know someone that I don't really talk with much in the first place so it's really hard to gauge people if they like to talk or not for people who don't come on to talk a lot in the first place so you know I guess sometimes it scares people if someone like chats or whatever it's like uh I guess like when I used to work at EB Games or whatever and you know we're supposed to greet people but they also want you to like bombard people with stuff. But I normally just like, hey, how you doing? If you have any questions, just let me know. And then I walk away just because there are some people who like, I don't know. It's like they flee. <laughs> they just don't want to talk to anyone. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll just go over here now. And you can do your own thing. And because I, yeah, anyways, but it's just one of those things where I'm just kind of like, all right, well, I'll, I'll inject myself here. Maybe they will do things or not. All right, cool. We did a thing or three. And then we both have the same thing. Like his girlfriend, uh, you know, was getting her hair done her doing something or other that was going to take a couple hours and i was like okay well i'm waiting for eric to get home from work or whatever so we're still good you know doing that stuff i think at least it was that day i don't remember no maybe he wasn't off maybe he's just doing something whatever the point is i was doing stuff but uh so did that and then um yeah we ended up same thing doing so we're hopefully we'll continue the regularity of just uh with the other guild that they come with us with a couple of their alts on Wednesday because their main raid is Tuesday. And then Thursday we go with them to the rest of continuation of their raid. So this week was a little bit shortened just with our Wednesday raid. We only did, I think, like four bosses instead, uh, instead of doing a whole bunch or whatever. So then our Thursday became just trying to do progression on uh, Sylvanas because they that's what they want to work on. So it's a little bit different from our dynamic of what we wanted to do. So my intentions for this weekend was to uh maybe just plug myself to, to at least get something for the vault you know for tomorrow or whatever but it's okay um it happens but animal crossing happened there was a there was <laughs> <laughs> my cousin messaged she's like hey hey there's the new uh the new patches out and there's also a new dlc too i was like oh i better go download this and i was like oh my god there's so much stuff to do so now uh, if anybody plays, I also play. It's fun times. I have to 
save save up your money, Harv, because uh, Harv's Island is opening a co-op or a commune, but it's not really a commune. But uh, yeah, you need 700k. You need a 100k donation per. And I don't know where the extra donations are coming from. All 702 bells or whatever. I'm like, people donate more. <laughs> My wallet, it's getting low. Right. But um, but yeah. So yeah, one of our other guildies, he uh, came over to hang out on Saturday. And was watching me play a little bit, so we were, you know, I was just trying to explain stuff and whatnot because uh, he's just like he's like no, just if you're playing this is fine, I'll just watch for a little bit. So I did that, and he came over yesterday as well with his switch and said, "I got Animal Crossing." <laughs> so <laughs> Sunday was us playing Animal Crossing on our own things because he had to start from the beginning, so he doesn't have anything and can't use the airport. So that was a uh, so my weekend was just Animal Crossing instead of wow, I I, I meant to, it just didn't happen. You know, there is a podcast, or at least there was, I don't know if they're, they're still going, but it was called Wow, What the Bell? And it was literally a World of Warcraft Animal Crossing podcast. <laughs> nice. Wow. Interesting. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Huh. All right. Well, neat. I, I made mine pretty easy. My, uh. Oh, yeah. No, I think they, they yeah, they, their most recent episode was like a day oh, ago. Nice. So, okay. yes, yeah, they're still, they're still going. Right. Yeah. Go. <laughs> so, yeah, go check them out. Maybe I will if I'm not too busy. Well, the <laughs> thing is, like, I, I'm in my, uh, my ex's Discord and I make like one long post I always edit over time. So, it's like, I just keep myself in there with like the same posts of saying, hey, edit it this time, D- this DIY, this DIY, this bells, this is what's being sold. Like, I have a whole <laughs> thing to do. So it feels like I'm busy all day or people like I need because crops are a new thing now. It'd be like, you know, when WoW got pet battles and stuff like that, where you just have. Actually, well, if it's crops, wouldn't it be like when WoW got the farm? Oh, yeah. They did get a farm. You're right. Forgot about that. For Because all I remember is rep farming (laughs) after the fact. I totally forgot there was actually mats to cook the things. But yeah, pretty much that. And uh, everybody just didn't get the same. The materials or whatever so it was just a running amok doing that so yeah that was my weekend meant to do wow sorry guys maybe next weekend when everything dies down <laughs> no that's good though that's good you, you you know if you need to take a break from the game take a break from the game or if you find another game that you want to play play that because i mean you know animal crossing animal crossing again it's one of those games when yeah when everybody's into it it's way more fun and when it's just other, when it's just you, like a year later, like checking your village and like there's weeds everywhere, and you're just everyone's like, "Where were you?" And like there's nobody else around, then it's not as right, fun. Well, WoW and Animal Crossing are pretty much the same. Like, because I, I didn't, yeah, I actually didn't play for a year, and it just becomes the whole thing. It's just like when someone needs me, I'll be there. But outside of that, like I'll always find something else to do, like in real life, just to get things done or whatever. So it was the same thing. And like as I come back, you know, it's like, oh. I don't think anybody needs me breeding flowers anymore, so I'm going to, you know, switch my crops or switch flowers over to crops order. But, you know, when I tell people, you know, come get the stuff, excuse my Garbo Island. I I made this game or I, I played this game to help everybody else. So I like went all like farming and you're like, I'm going to make all these flowers that nobody has so they can come and get their flowers so they can work on other things. Because like I like doing that stuff. I had like spreadsheets galore. So, you know, it's it's just fun that way. So now I'm going to be doing it with the crops. It's that's all it's been. Just go ahead and what do you need? Tomatoes? All right, I'll find some of the tomatoes. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> like you need sugar cane? I have some of sugar cane. Here's a stack. Have fun. <laughs> Harvey, you better boot up your island. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I played that game for like an hour and a half. 
<laughs> and I don't ever, I never, I don't ever think that I played it online. So I failed at that game. Oh no! I'm not creative enough. You don't need to be creative. Yao was a. Uh... He wanted to call his island Drug Island, but you can't use the word drug because Nintendo, so now his island's just called Most Wanted. He should have named it Grub Island. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a thing somewhere? No, it's just drug backwards. Oh, got it. (laughs) I thought you said Grub. That's why. My bad. I just misspelled drug. I just realized. (laughs) Okay. Sweet. <laughs> Don't worry. This is not a spelling well, contest. I guess it makes the, it makes the D backwards. So I guess it still works. <laughs> Just gotta get creative. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's I got lucky <laughs> on that one. <laughs> well, that's that's why we that's been my weekend and what's been going on with uh me and Wow. I was just trying to get all the things that uh, we had, we have a very overly excited uh pug tank that comes with us only on Wednesdays. I think I spoke about that before, right? Or did we not? Yeah, I think you did. I think you did. Yeah, so still, still overly excitable. Yeah, there was a little, yeah, there's a little strife in the guild as a result of that, where uh, some people were irritated. Maybe. Oh, just um, well, the 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 pugs that we're playing with, there, he was just kind of like that guy cannot come with us. I was like, I, he well, he was putting it in a way of just saying like he wants to keep the team that we've had that's progressing with instead of bringing new people in, but he just talked way too much for uh for the other group which is fine it happens you know it's not that's why i told him like hey this is not my run tomorrow so if he needs you either he'll tell you now or tomorrow or he'll let me know and then i'll I'll let you know but he's you'll see him in our discord chat where he wants to know all the things and what's going on so you can understand the things so anything else then or should we move into the news we should catch up on the news it's been a while yeah there's a plethora of news Yes, yes, there is. Good, good SAT word there, Harv. <laughs> so let's start real briefly with Classic, that the season of Mastery was announced, and then they also uh, announced name reservations and a release date where basically they're setting up another, like a fresh WoW server, Classic, and they're going to be re-releasing all the content, but they're going to be making the content a little more difficult sort of tweaking it so that it's not as easy as, as it was the first time because I think everybody had practice on private servers to come in and everybody knew what they were doing. So they want to make it a bit more of a challenge. So it seems what they're going to be doing going forward to keep people in, interested in Classic and I guess the older iterations of Classic as uh, you know they progress, assuming they do a, a Wrath of the Lich King, then maybe they'll do a, you know something for Burning Crusade as well. Um, but it seems that they're going to be putting out these servers, you know, a lot like the Diablo seasons for uh, your various Paragon levels and whatnot. Uh, so you'll have a reason to go back. You'll have a, an amount of time where you'll start a fresh character, uh, you know, certain buffs and cer- certain, you know, changes will be made to the server, but it'll apply for everyone. And then uh, people can go from there. And I know there's a lot of people in the classic community who don't like what they're doing. They're, they're like, oh, the changes you're making aren't going to work and they're not going to solve the problems you're trying to solve. But I think the thing is that since it's just a season, and like eventually they'll probably reboot it and do another season afterwards, then, you know, they'll take what they learned from this and move on. So it, it's not like this is permanent in any way, shape, or form. It's not like they have so to it, play on these servers. True, because the, the existing classic servers will also still be there, plus Burning Crusade, plus live. So 
I guess whoever was worried at Blizzard about splitting the player base is no longer worried about that. <laughs> Hopefully soon to be announced Wrath of the Lich King Classic. Uh, no, well, not, not soon. They're, they're, they're still early in Burning I'm, Crusade. They've got... I'm throwing the Blizzard soon with the trademark logo at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they turned around. I mean, because especially I think now that they know what they're doing with Classic, and it's not like they have to i mean it's not like they're starting from scratch i think by the time they announce these things they know they've already got the code and where they stand as far as how long it takes it didn't take them that long from the announcement of burning crusade classic to the actual launch of it and so i think the same thing could happen that uh, it's really just a matter of how quickly they go through all the content i mean they i don't think they've pushed any have they pushed any any further raids or is everybody still doing sunwell not even sunwell uh i think they're still SSC Temple? Tempest Keep. Yeah, I mean, Black Temple's not even up yet, right? I don't think so. No, so they've got they've got time, and I, and and I mean, I guess that's the nice thing with the classic servers is that they they can dictate the cadence as they need. What's that? Nothing's going on in while retail. While retail super dead. Let's push out another classic patch. Let's get that going. So I think they can they can do that to uh, to keep things going there. I don't know. Have you have you had any uh, complaints about the speed of of uh, classic Harve? No. I mean, I wish I had infinite hours in every day back in December to go play grind like I did fifteen years ago. But other than that, no. You could. You just got to push right. through it. <laughs> no, I don't have it what in me to play sleep? for like twenty hours a day anymore. I can't do that. Just do like five. I, I mean, I did like two, and then I was like, I'm good. I'm like, I, I can do this later. I'm gonna go take a nap, and then never come back. <laughs> exactly. That's the but, thing. As as you get as you get older, the value of naps go up, and the value of like playing video games goes down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I was encouraged by the pushback of uh, Final Fantasy XIV. I'm like, maybe I can actually level my character before the expansion happens. Like, you give me more time and I'm slightly more motivated to go and try to catch up. I don't know. We're, we're, we're talking about Final Fantasy XIV. We're talking about well, Classic. We're stepping all on the other podcasts here. <laughs> Stepping on Wondrous Tales and uh, Warcraft Reloaded. But are you saying Harv's in the no, wrong podcast now? I think we all are. I feel like I always do that, though. Uh, but let's let's move on here. Let's get into the retail news, uh, since this is this is where things start to get interesting. First off, they announced a new store mount, the Sun Warmed Furline, which it's a giant cat <laughs> that you get to ride on. And it doesn't look like they're normal cats. It looks kind of like a more, looks more like a giant kitten with uh, like lynx ears. Hey, I, like, I saw a couple of those in the raid the other day. I was like, it's like a weird Cheshire cat or whatever. Yes, <laughs> yeah, actually, it is. It is like a Cheshire cat. Good call. It also chases so, its own tail. If you haven't been yeah, sold it on a, it, it yet, has a fun. Yeah, it has a fun little uh, special uh, animation there. So the thing is that normally this mount that comes out around this time 
it usually is their little clue is like, well, what's the next expansion going to be? Because we got the Mana Sabers before Legion. And oh, hey, look at that. They're a mob in Suramar. And then we got the, uh, the like, the Kyrian Dragons or whatever. Although not really there are the, the, the we got the dragons that came out before Shadowlands, and like the dra- I've seen like two of them. There's like one named mob in Ardenweald that's like uh, uses the dragon mount model. So, what does this mount look like that it can suggest where we're going? The only thing I can think is it looks a bit like uh, like the the Sunwellish areas. Uh, what is it? Uh, not Ghostlands, but uh, the area around where the Blood Elves live, Silver Moon. Oh, I don't know. I keep thinking Cheshire Cat, and then I think about Zanger Marsh because mushrooms. <laughs> also true. <laughs> also true. So, yeah. So we'll have to see where 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 this could be uh, suggesting that we'll be going. But uh, it's a standard mount. I think what is it? Twenty dollars on the store. Twenty five dollars on the store. Typically, it's oh, twenty five. For once, it's not available with the six-month subscription. It was weird, because somebody said it was, and I was like, it is? And I was like, I didn't see it. Nope. Unless that's unless it is, and I didn't know that, and that's what pushed me over the 250 limit earlier, but... No, I'm pretty sure it's not. Yeah. Uh, so, you'll have to, you'll have to, you know, dish out either uh, some, some gold for, like, a WoW token, or... Uh, or you know some real real money for this, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a good looking mount. So uh, you know if, if you're in the if you're in the kittens, check that out. Uh, it's the internet. Also, Everybody's in the kittens. That is also true. <laughs> you probably you might be able to hear my kitten meowing at the door because I didn't let him in before we started recording, and now he's stuck outside because I'm not getting up. So, so haha, kitten. Rude. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they also posted an article, Shadowlands, an inside look at the character creation UI redesign, which I know it's hard to think all the way back, like almost a year ago to when Shadowlands launched, but they uh, updated the character creation screen. And so this goes through all the decisions that went into that. And there were a lot of decisions that went into that because you wouldn't even think about how... You know, it's like, oh, they, they you know, like, I, mean, I remember, like, logging into the beta and, and seeing it on, like, the, you know, live and stuff. Be like, oh, cool. Like, you know, they made a lot of changes as far as the way the menus work and everything. And it was all, it all felt like changes that should have been made a long time ago. Again, there are certain parts of this game being from 2004, you know, and developed in, like, 2002 that are showing their age. And I think that character creation screen was one of them. I think their character creation system is still one of them. Uh, that and, I, and unfortunately, I don't think that's something they can upgrade without like completely overhauling the engine. But I hope somebody's working on that somewhere. Uh, but that said, uh, yeah, they went through like all the decisions that they had to make. And for example, like one of the things too was that um, when you're in the barber shop, for example, uh, you would get the colors like the color of your character would be based off the lighting in the barber shop. And they're like, whoa, no, that doesn't work. Like, we need you to have, like, neutral lighting so you can see what your character looks like. Otherwise, you're going to think, like, oh, yeah, my character looks awesome in, like, the dark the dark shadows of the barbershop. And then you're going to walk out into the sun and be like, oh, the colors don't look right at all. So, like, they, they set it up so that way yeah, when you're looking at, like, the character creation options in the barbershop, they're showing you, like, the neutral light color so that when you act, you know, when you're out and about your character looks right, as opposed to thinking that the barbershop is a baseline. So yeah, so there's a lot of cool little stuff they put in there. Um, then the other thing that they, they did in the last few weeks 
is they introduced the World of Warcraft Community Council. And what this is, is basically this is going to be a group that they're taking applications for that is going to effectively represent the community. And they're going to have, you know, sort of not like direct feedback to the developers kind of thing where they're going to, they're looking for members of the community who can represent certain, uh, you know, certain classes, certain play styles. Uh, they don't want to ignore any, uh, they don't want to ignore any, any, you know, like the, the casual versus the hardcore. They want, kind of want to get a good cross section of that. So yeah, they're doing this. I don't know. Have you guys looked at the community council at all? Do you guys have any thoughts on this? I mean, it sounds really cool as long as it actually is like super diverse, right? And not just like, you know, people. A bunch of white guys. <laughs> a bunch of white guys living in their mom's basement. <laughs> the ones that message me telling me I'm not, I'm not playing my class right. I'm like, no one died. What does it matter? I don't play like everybody right. else. Like, okay. You know, that's always frustrating because, you know, everybody should be able to, as long as you're getting what you need to get done without, I don't know, in their eyes, holding everyone back. You know, if you get the stuff done and you did it differently, that's fine. You know, if if you do stuff and it and things don't fall over and die and you think you might be part of the problem and then you go figure it out, okay, sure, we'll go from there. But usually if I see that, you know, everything's died and we've moved on and no one died from our LFR that I'm in sitting that I'm getting a message from, I think we're okay. Otherwise, I don't think I'd be raiding. I'm pretty sure nobody would ever let me play if I did a bad job. Right. Well, the thing, the thing about the community council, and we've talked about this a little bit before, like the feedback is out there. The feedback has always been out there. I mean, it's just a matter of aggregating it. And, and supposedly Blizzard has community managers who scour the forums and have, you know, scour the discords and maybe possibly listen to this podcast. I don't know. Um, as far as getting input on various features and whatnot, especially in beta, in PTRs, when the content is under development, Blizzard has the opportunity to get that feedback. And we've seen, I mean, looking at all the stuff that they put in in 9.1.5, all the, the quality of life changes that they put in, making switching covenants easier, for example, a lot of this was stuff that people were asking for back in the beta. And for one reason or another, Blizzard said, no, we're not going to do that. We don't want to do that. We want to make, we want there to be weight to switching your covenants, which that's their decision. That's fair. Now they've done that. And everybody's like, why didn't they do this earlier? And I mean, to, to a certain degree, you can argue like gameplay and whatnot and story, you know, as far as like 9.1.5. Now we've progressed through much of the early story of Shadowlands, possibly most of the story of Shadowlands, that it makes sense to kind of loosen some of these restrictions as we head into the later stage of the expansion. but. The main point here is that Blizzard needs to listen to the feedback. Uh, primarily, you look even before Shadowlands, you look back at Battle for Azeroth, and you look at the Azerite system that everybody was saying, this isn't going to work the way you're implementing it. It doesn't feel good. And Blizzard was like, no, we're putting in the Azerite system this way, and this is how it's going to work. And then in, eight, I think it was 8.1, where they were like, okay, it's not working. We're going to make some tweaks to it. And in 8.2, we're scrapping it completely, but we, we're not there yet. And that's ultimately what they wound up doing. And... I don't know, you know, I, I don't know how development works on their team. You know, the best I have is, is, you know, what I can piece together from interviews and whatnot. But again, like this council will not be worth anything unless they're listened to, unless their voice carries meaning. 
because I know I, 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 you know, as I said, I've seen the forum posts, I've seen the Reddit threads, I've seen, you know, I know that the Blizzard developers are getting the feedback on a lot of, a lot of changes. And, and again, you mentioned like diversity and diversity is important, but I think in this case, it's about a diversity of play styles because you want to get like, I think a lot of the changes they're making seem to be from like the hardcore player perspective, the hardcore dungeon raider, the hardcore, uh, you know, grinder, and not so much necessarily the casual player. And especially, especially like you, you know, you want to keep the casual player interested. The, the casual is the guy. I mean, you got to keep everybody interested. It's not, you can't focus on one over the other, but you know, the cat, you know, you need to, you need a mixture and you know, get the casual, get the Raider, get the PV, the PVP or two. I mean, I, I know there's still some people who in 9.1.5 aren't happy with how PVP is and how the itemization is rolling out. So you need all of, you know, you, you need to look at all these systems that you have, all the different players that you have and make sure you get a good cross section of that. Cause I don't know how, I don't know how like racial diversity or gender diversity applies in this case. Um, I guess I suppose like maybe men and women play slightly differently, but the point is get the different play styles and you'll have that covered. Right. So, you know, get, get the, you know, get, get the healers, get the tanks, get the, get the DPS, you know, everybody kind of, everybody falls into one of those subsets anyway, and you'll get, you know, you'll have everybody covered in that regard. So it'll be interesting to see how this is used. Uh, one of the funny things was that on Reddit, uh, people were complaining because I guess on the application, the last question is like, show three instances of you communicating your feedback in the community. And they're like, oh, this is BS because they're just looking for content creators and they just want them to link to their, their YouTube videos. And it's like, no, they just want to make sure you're like posting on the forums. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're that invested in, you know, giving feedback, you should have been using the available feedback channels already. Even, you know, even or even then, like they should be, if you're, complaining about that on reddit there should be some other posts of you complaining about stuff on reddit so use that like you know if you're just you know like complaining to your friend in like guild chat that's not really helping anybody although a good luck trying to you know find a way to get you know take a screenshot of your old guild chat and send that in maybe i don't know i mean if with the new way that it's done if you don't delete it it's still all scrollable through you just have to scroll right. a really long time if it was from a long time ago <laughs> I'm not linking anything, Blizzard. You can access my chat right. logs. You can see what I've been talking about. You know what I said. I know what I said. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I feel, you know Ian. I... <laughs> he does Speaking of Ian. Sorry. Speaking of Ian, uh, he did do his interview. It was, it was, it's weird. It's weird after the summer that we've had. It's weird to see like Ian, like, breaking his silence so to say um but he did do an interview i think it was with was it with venture beat uh where he was talking about the game's future and current soul searching and i mean there wasn't too much in there explicit it was mostly just to be like hey like here's 9.1.5 and we're working on the game and you know we're the, the teams you know trying to come together and and uh you know get through everything here so i don't i don't think there was too much groundbreaking there um i think people were looking for more in that than uh than there was but uh, yeah, you can go check out that interview with Ian uh, for how that's going. The other big news that we need to get into uh, now, now th this is a more general blizzard than it is retail World of Warcraft, but BlizzCon Line 2022 
has been canceled. And this isn't just, oh, hey, yeah, we're canceling it. We're going to, you know, we like we got some ideas. Like, no, it's just nothing, nothing. And I got to say, I'm kind of glad because one, if they're canceling it, it means that they feel that they don't have a strong enough lineup of announcements to carry a weekend. I mean, yes, there's Hearthstone, which, you know, will always have a, an expansion coming out at some point that they can, they can renounce. We know that World of Warcraft is should be on an on, on a normal schedule would be announcing a new expansion about now, but who knows? I mean, we still well actually we'll get to nine point two in a moment, but uh, you know, like who know, who knows what the schedule for you know the roadmap for World of Warcraft looks like in the near future. Overwatch two and Diablo four they talked about on one of their investor calls recently, and they said they're pushed back another year, presumably to 2023, which I've been saying 2023 for Diablo four since they announced it and overwatch two. I don't know what is going on with that because from the looks of things that should have been out like a year after it was announced. And I I don't want to say, I don't want to say like, Oh, Jeff Kaplan left and everything went to crap, but they kind of said like, Oh yeah, like those games are suffering from needing new leaders, you know, new leadership teams. Um, So it sounds like maybe Jeff Kaplan left and everything kind of, didn't go to crap necessarily, but it didn't uh, didn't go as smoothly as they would have hoped. So we'll see. I can't. Diablo Four. That looks like a game that deserves like a four plus year development cycle. Like it's a whole new game. Like you know, they're they're re- rebuilding systems and everything, and and that looks like that should carry oomph to it. That that looks like it deserves like a four five year development window. Overwatch 2, though, it's like, I know, like, it's a single-player mode. They're just updating the skins. Like, I don't, I don't know. You guys don't play Overwatch, right? Or even, no. last time you guys played Diablo. Uh, I played Diablo 3 on the Xbox, and then I asked how to make it harder because I didn't like it because everything was melting. And then I was told to turn it up, which I did, but everything still melted. So then I didn't play again. <laughs> That's the whole point of Diablo. Is you're supposed to run out there and just melt everything. <laughs> I like that's. Like, I think that's where like it divides like people like me and Eric. Where like he wants crap to melt. I like want that challenge, so I know that I'm not, you know, so I can get better at a game and just work oh. harder, I guess, or something. <laughs> go go play Dark Souls. <laughs> I did win that copy of Dark Souls three that I haven't opened. Well, there you go. But Keep I also die for me. <laughs> Nick, I also have a crap ton of games that I still haven't opened. Also uh, true. Also true. One day. So, Harv, when was the last time you played Diablo? It's been a couple of years. I actually installed it this weekend, though. But Ooh. I didn't start it up yet. But it is installed. Good. Because I heard people talking about Immortal, and I was like, I do have a phone. But it's still we not don't available even, to play. We still don't know when that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And I know we just had Diablo 2 Remastered come out, which, again, if I had you know infinite time in a day, I would have purchased that. But it's like, I know I'm not going to play that. I just, not because I don't want to, just because it, it, you know, I just won't have time for it. I just don't want to spend... $40 on a 20 year old game. But it's remastered. I wouldn't. I wouldn't Ooh. mind it. 
no. I don't know. I've hit that point where like I've been rewatching Cowboy Bebop, and then I've been playing playing the the original Mass Effect, which even then that's not quite twenty years old, but it might as well be at this point. I've been listening to listening to like all music that came out like ninety nine to two thousand, and I'm just like, ugh. I don't know. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think like even a lot of the new stuff is just a rehash of old stuff, or you know, like someone will play a song. I'm like, oh, but that sounds like Madonna's song from blah blah blah. This little hook right here or whatever. Like I think everything's just a rehash. Of everything because people have just lost creativity or just ran out of ideas so they just keep borrowing yeah, you know and- <laughs> 20 years ago everything was a rehash but we didn't know it because 20 years ago 20 years before that we weren't really around yeah exactly <laughs> you only notice the rehashes now because you're old enough oh that one time someone gets mad because i pointed out the what song was that oh no uh, the, whatever song that was in maybe gears of war or something and i was like but it was like a old song by like tears for fears or something yeah, then, yeah, I know which one you're yeah, talking about. But. Eric's like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, that's that's not." I was like, "That's their song. It's not." He's like, "God, Mad yeah, Mad World, yeah, Mad World, yeah." And then Eric's like, yes. "God damn it!" I was like, "Sorry, it's it's an old song." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a cycle. It's a history cycle of what happens. Yes, oh, I see. Uh, we have the Medro saying, "I think they are avoiding doing anything that seems like a give us money that isn't already doing pre-orders." And the Diablo 2 remaster was already in pre-order when the fecal hit the oscillator so they don't delay it. Can't wait for Pong remastered. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they've done something like that already. They've... They, they, well, uh, I think Atari's done some Pong re, re, uh, remasters, yeah. but yeah. Well, no, technically we got the, the Blizzard equivalent. That's the, the Blizzard arcade. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And Atari I mean, that, did that, stuff with the remaster thing, yeah. so I mean... Hey, they remastered Pong when they had Mario Tennis. <laughs> also true. No, but so they don't have a lot of 4K graphics. Pong would be wicked. Yes, yes, Medros. <laughs> well, it's like asking for Prince that, of Persia, like the old PC one where like you would jump and if you stopped, there was like a little delay. So you had to time everything right. So you didn't get yourself impaled on the spikes. <laughs> So they, they, they've, they've gone and they've said like, okay, like basically like we're not going to have anything to announce. We're not going to really have anything to show. And to, to that degree, okay, it makes sense to cancel the event. Also too, you have the huge problem. And, and this is kind of, I mean, going back to, to, you know, thinking about the, you know, before Brack quit, like it was awkward enough when Brack would come out and give the keynote and it was like, yeah, you know, like, you know, trying to not, not you didn't want to compare him to, to Morheim, but you, you, you kind of did. And, you know, especially for Brack to have to come out and deal with everything that's happened. And now he's gone and we had Ibarra and O'Neill and now O'Neill's gone, which we'll get to in a moment. But, you know, like the longer they can put between having that moment where like the head of Blizzard is going to come out and address the crowd and, you know, everything that's happened. If they, you know, the, the, the more time you can get between those two things, probably good for Blizzard or good from their perspective. I mean, for us. I mean, I know they've kind of, you know, made some public statements anyway, and we've had the, you know, Bobby Kotick on the the calls and whatnot. Um, but in general, like, you you know, like that's a moment, that's a moment they need to prepare for. And if they're not ready for that moment, then, you know, let, let them, let them push it off. It wasn't going to be in person anyway. So the other real thing, you know, the other real appeal of BlizzCon is the community of it where everybody comes together, you got, you know, con before the storm and wowhead parties and all that stuff. And everybody hanging out at the Hilton and all of that, 
I mean, that, you know, we, we tried replicating that with uh, the, the virtual on, uh, con before the storm and whatnot, uh, you know, in the podcast panels and everything. And, and I'm sure, you know, that'll, that'll all happen again under some auspice. But without the physical event there for everybody to gather around, that doesn't really exist anyway. And so it just kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, they'll, they'll, you know, and we still also still have the pandemic lingering in the background. So it's not like that's even completely taken care of. And again, for an international event, when, you know, who knows what the various states of, you know, various countries are going to be, you can't, you know, what, they just opened up Canadian tourists coming into the U.S. And there was a big hullabaloo about that. And I think England is finally allowed to fly back over to the U.S. That, you know, these are just happening in the last few days. So, yeah, I mean, you're not going to be having a major international convention in California at this point, you know, with, with the state of the world at the moment here. So there's, there's a whole bunch of, of situations here that are just saying, you know what, it's just not worth it right now. And the other thing too, is I've been saying, I've been saying since the last BlizzCon line is that, you know, like they're a company, they specialize in getting people into virtual spaces. World of Warcraft is a massive virtual space. Overwatch, smaller, but still virtual space. Diablo, you've got people, you know, you know, what, like four or five people in a virtual space. This is what they do. And so you're going to tell me the best you can do for a, an online convention is to, you know, basically a bunch of, you know, like Zoom calls and, and, and you know, YouTube panels. It's, it's no, I think there's room for them. They, they say they want to reimagine BlizzCon. There's room for them to, to build the Anaheim Convention Center using like the WoW engine. And then everybody can make your little avatar put all the BlizzCon swag you want on it and you can roam around there for two days and then you can walk into a room and then you can put play and you can watch the panel in that room whenever you want, because it's all pre-recorded anyway. And maybe it plays out with avatars on stage, or maybe you're just wind up watching the, 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 you know, a YouTube video that through, through whatever skin there. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm not saying this is easy. I'm not saying this won't take development resources, but if you want to reimagine BlizzCon, that's where you start as far as I'm concerned. Because there's, there's so much you can do, you, you know, like I was just saying a moment ago, like you don't have the community aspect of it because it's all virtual. You can get that. If you put everybody's avatars, the, the freaking Facebook being meta now, which is a bunch of hogwash, but you want to have a metaverse blizzard can do that. Blizzard can give you a, a, a virtual convention where everybody's there virtually. Everybody's hanging out. Oh, Hey, you know what? Maybe even that, you know, I don't know. It'd be super annoying, but let everybody talk on their microphone all in one, you know, replicate like the, the sound of a crowd and like a, not an auditorium, but like, you know, like the lobby or whatever, when they're all waiting to get let in and you just hear that noise and you're like, Hey, wait, I recognize that voice. And then you're trying to figure out who was talking because, you know, you have to go through that. Yeah. Let, let, let them figure out cool stuff like that. Talk to Devolver Digital because they did a really awesome E3 presentation. Gosh, what was it? Uh, for 2020, almost a year and a half ago, two years ago, where, where you, they actually had like a little convention center that you got to go into in each of the areas, you know, you got to check out, you know, sort of like what the games were about. The games were taking over the area where they were, you know, talk to the people that did that because that, that was fascinating. That was, that was exciting. You got to go and, and push the fall guys around even before I knew what fall guys was. It was great. So yeah, you want to reimagine BlizzCon, please take all the time that you need. Because here's the other, the other side of that too, is it's not like 
It's not like, you know, when the pandemic's besides, when BlizzCon is live again, when we're all cool with Mike Ibarra speaking and we're not going to be all, you know, like, you know, clenching our, our teeth or whatever as he talks. When, you know, when we get to that day, you can still have your virtual BlizzCon. You can, because there are plenty of people. I mean, the virtual ticket is huge. I've never been to a BlizzCon, but I still buy the virtual ticket every year. I look forward to buying the virtual ticket again in the future. I look forward to going to a BlizzCon someday. Who knows if that'll ever happen, but I can guarantee you I will buy a virtual ticket again. And so give me, give me those options. You know, anything that you develop for a, a BlizzCon line can be used for a regular BlizzCon. So yeah, you know, hold those zoom calls, whatever you got to do to come up with this kind of stuff, do it. Cause yeah, I, as someone who likes BlizzCon from a, from a distance, there is so much more you can be doing. And I know you're capable of it. Blizzard. So get on that. Nick's going to be part of that community. <laughs> the council I should be. Damn it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you just put in a PS. We roll in a couple large over here. If you want extra, extra diverseness of different play styles and people. <laughs> not even play styles i i just want to get you right i should just get on there and be like just do blizzcon right damn it <laughs> but professionally you say professionally <laughs> yes so real quickly in that discussion that mono, monologue the diatribe i did reference a few things one now that 9.1.5 is out 9.2 is not on the ptr yet but they are I think they were, they saw like the, the, the PTR has been updated to be ready for 9.2, like 9.2 is coming to the PTR soon, presumably no, no official announcement from blizzard, but like the PTR is ready to accept it. Like, you know, whatever little counter they had to roll over, they've rolled it over. So everybody's waiting with bated breath for that. That's going to be crazy only because we're going to get the next chapter of the story because 9.1.5 had like no actual story content, which is fine. But now we'll get, you know, we're going to go through the next three months of like, oh, it's data mining. Oh, what's going to happen? I don't want to see, you know, what are the cinematics going to be? And going to be uh, going to be interesting to see that. The other thing I want to mention is that Jen O'Neill, who is the co-president of Blizzard, surprisingly just left. She put out a statement like, uh, I think it was last week, where she was like, yeah, I found a better opportunity. I'm taking it. It will help me to, you know. Uh, pursue my passion of getting more women into games. And so I'm out. And that leaves Mike Ibarra as the sole president of Blizzard at this point. Which he, well, he's got his own, I shouldn't say he's got his own little mess, but I guess his guild was caught selling, um, selling runs for gold. Oh my God. So I don't think they're going to get banned because... They got friends in high places, but <laughs> oh, man. well, I mean, selling it for gold is fine. Selling it for real life money is different. Yeah, but the problem is that you can convert gold to real life money. So what can is you? it? No, yeah, well, it's Blizzard account balance. But yeah, but it's not like well, it's yes, not like you pay. Well, I mean, yeah, I see what Harv's saying. I mean, you can convert it into money to pay for the things there, but it's not going in your pocket it's not like oh hop on venmo and pay, pay me fifty dollars we'll do it right this is not no in-game gold's fine i have no problem with in-game gold. i don't know i, I still think you, you you can get close enough to that with the uh the, the blizzard balance because you can use that to buy ma buy mounts yeah, but it's all virtual Maybe that's what it is he, he he's selling the gold so he can buy that that cat mount <laughs> just needs it so badly 
<laughs> yeah. And now you just saved them 25 bucks. Yeah. I have zero issue with selling runs for in-game gold. Right. Even with being able to redeem it for battle dot and the countdown. Even even if he's a, even if he's he could probably call somebody up and just be like, hey, just put put <laughs> just put put some money in that database there. Just just that, hit a few, hit a few zeros. My battle at bounce. Well, it's his up. guild. It's not him personally, right? Well, it's his game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can definitely get stuff that way. I know because I think uh, one of the leads that I worked with that it happened. I think he had talked to someone and they ended up giving him like a bunch of different like mounts or pets or something. So, I mean, that is doable. It happens. So, Nick just wants more mouse. So anyway, so he... <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, so he's he's the sole head of Blizzard now, under Activision and Bobby Kotick, of course. Uh, but he's the sole president of Blizzard. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, it, yeah, Jen O'Neill's gone. Um Blizzard is giving like a million dollars to, uh, I guess, a charity of like uh, Jen's choosing to help promote women in gaming. This all, I mean, I don't, I don't know why she left exactly. Nobody really knows why she left. Um, I forget who it was. There was a another female executive on Twitter who basically said, like, you know, like, you know, you act like. You know, to Blizzard, like Blizzard acts like, oh, you know, their, their problem is just that they don't have enough women on the teams. And so they're trying to, you know, get to, you know, whatever percentage of, of team, you know, percentage of women across the company. And they're like, how are you going to do that when you can't even keep the, the women at the top? And she said that Jen herself and one other woman were like the top three women at Blizzard. And this year they all left. And on the one hand, I want to be like, look, that's a very small sample size. Three is three people could each have their own very valid reasons for leaving. But that said, the way that she said it, she made it sound like, no, 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 there's a problem there. And that's why she left. And I don't know. I mean, I, again, I don't know, you know, what offer O'Neill got, um, how, 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 whether she went looking for the offer or whether the offer just happened to fall into her lap as one of those, you have to take it. Or she was like, no, I want to leave Blizzard. Oh, I found a better offer anyway. Um, and she might even just be saying it's a better offer and she might, you know, could have wanted out. I don't know. But at the very least, the, the, the one, the one lady who was saying that, you know, like there's a problem, you know, you need to look at why you can't retain your top talent women other than Fran Townsend, apparently who nobody wants there. Well, I shouldn't say nobody because clearly the Blizzard C-suite does or the Activision C-suite does, but besides the point, but you know, if she's saying like, you can't retain these women and you need to look at that. Then yeah, they I, I I suppose they need to because she would know if she's one of the three and she's saying that you know she's she's implicitly saying that she left because of the culture. Uh, then yeah, that's a problem. And I I, I you know I don't know if she's able to speak for the other two as far as if she knows anything or what. Um, but at the very least, from her tweet, it seems to suggest that uh, there, there's more there than we're seeing. And and I always got the impression too, if I can put my tinfoil hat on for a moment, that. The only like the only reason that they that they did the co-president thing was because like they brought Ibarra in like he he wasn't with the company for very long they brought him in I want to say a little bit after Morheim left and it felt to me like maybe like Brack was always intended to be an interim president that it was supposed to go from you know like like Ibarra was brought in to ultimately be groomed into the role and then this all just accelerated the timetable, but they still couldn't just give it from one guy to another. They're like, Oh no, we should probably, you know, have a woman involved. So we'll do a co-president thing. And it could be, yeah, that maybe she didn't like feeling like she was tokenized in that regard. And that could have been what drove her. I don't know. I don't know. I'm purely speculating here. Um, 
But yeah, it, it, at the very least, it's not a great look that you're trying to promote diversity within the company. You're trying to say our company values women, our company, uh, you know, you know, treats women with respect and, you know, your co-leader who's female exits after three months. Um, not great, but you know, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. If they wind up going with another co-leader thing, or if that is going to be a little blip in history and it'll be, uh, Ibarra's, uh, show going forward. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but that, uh, that was the deal with Jen O'Neill. Um, we also had on a side note, we also had notorious studios, which was a new video game startup from a bunch of former world of Warcraft developers. They got a lot of heat because, uh, there were no women in their development announcement. They said, Oh, here's our new team. And it's all a bunch of dudes that worked on world of Warcraft, no women. And everyone was like, Oh, well, you know, you, you should wait till you had some women to announce this. They named themselves notorious studios. I think they know what they were doing. That when you're coming from a company and a culture that especially right now is sort of being blasted for, for having a certain, you know, frat boy mentality and you name yourself notorious studios, you know, why would you pick that name? Notorious has a negative connotation. You're not notorious in a good way. And so I, I, I think they knew exactly what they were doing. And I'm surprised more people aren't doing this because I mean, imagine, I mean, as much as, you know, people like, you know, Jesse McCree and Alex Afraziabi are like persona non grata for the things that they've done and rightly so at Blizzard, like they still have, you know, skills. They still, you know, presumably need jobs. I don't see why they don't just form a studio themselves and just be like, yeah, we're a bunch of, you know, horrible people, but this is our studio and we're going to do this. And you know that there's members of the community that would follow them because they're, there are members of the community that defend them now. And I don't know if it, it, you know, I don't have the numbers to say it'd be marketable or not, but I, I'm surprised that hasn't been tried. I mean, look at the, I mean, look at what's going on with like Dave Chappelle right now on Netflix, that as much as, as Netflix is turning against them, not, not even really turning against them, Netflix actually has his back on. It's the employees at Netflix that are irritated by that. And yet he's still like, no, and like, he still has his fans. He still has his crowd. He can still make money. He's not, a, he's not, you know, as much as he's canceled, he's not really canceled. And so, you know, I, I think they know exactly what they're doing. They're going to, they'll put a game out. They'll make some, you know, maybe they'll hire some women. Maybe they won't, who knows, they'll, but it'll get them attention regardless of it. And, you know, the, you know, they, they're, they're, they're doing what they want to do. And it, again, it's another X blizzard studio. We'll see what happens with that right now. Right now, $5 will get you a can of Coke and an X blizzard studio. There are so many of them out there. So we got to wait till they start doing stuff, but, uh, yeah, so that, that's, what's going on with that. Um, then we have the, I don't even know how to describe it. The battle Royale with the Activision blizzard lawsuit where, uh, the court refused Activision's request to pause the DFEH suit over the alleged ethics violations because two guys for, from the EEOC moved over to the DEFEH. And then they said, whoa, you can't be moving over like that. We, you know, there needs to be an investigation into that. So please pause the lawsuit. So you guys can do the investigation. The court said, no, we're not pausing the lawsuit. We're just going to let this move on. Um, so Blizzard kind of lost there. Meanwhile, uh, right before the uh, Activision shareholders call on the second, uh, Bobby Kotick put out a letter at like three in the morning Basically saying like, hey, 
you know, here's what we're doing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start taking, uh, the minimum salary that I can until our diversity issues are resolved, which is like 62,000 a year. And we're going to have a zero tolerance harassment policy. Uh, and also they actually, I, th I think they did say they were going to have some, uh, transparency with respect to the, uh, uh, some of the, the ongoing proceedings with the, uh, with any, any, uh, reported harassment, but also they did say they were getting rid of the arbitration clause so that now if you report the harassment, you're not stuck in some massive arbitration suit. You actually can, uh, hash it out on your own with your own lawyers if you want. So that, that was one of the demands of the, a better ABK. So they got that met. Uh, so they haven't met all the demands, but they met a few. And then just today, Blizzard put out a thing saying that uh, with respect to contractors, uh, they're going to start paying their contractors $17 an hour, and uh, they're going to give them paid time off around the holidays. Again, they'll have to work that out with their manager because they do need to have people available for various shift work and whatnot, but the paid time off will be available. They'll also be able to accrue up to seven sick days they can use. Because again, as a contractor, anytime you take personal time or sick time, you're taking that out of your own accord and you're not getting paid for it. And so now they're actually going to start giving their contractors, treating them a little bit better. Um, so again, that was a win for the, uh, a better ABK crew. So progress is being made. We're not all the way there yet. Uh, we still need to hold them accountable, but progress is progress. You can't get, you can't get there from here if, without getting through there. Uh, and I know it's one of those things people like to say like, Oh, well, it's not enough. And you're, you're right. It's not enough, but you know, don't, it's not nothing either. You know, you, you can celebrate your victories and still know you're looking forward to more. You can, you know, it's not an, it's not an either or situation. So I don't know, Ray, were, were you a contract worker or you were actually a full-time employee? No, it's as, con uh, when, when, you're, when you're, when you're a QA tester, it's contract. All contract. So how, do, how would these changes, uh, how do they sound to you as somebody who was contract? What, that it would be better? Yeah. I'd have to see it to believe it, I guess, kind of thing. Well, I guess like like seventeen dollars an hour. I think you get, uh, I think was it uh, ten paid, uh, ten I think ten vacation days, and uh, not vacation days. Like it might be holidays, but ten ten paid days off basically, and then also, uh, what was the other? One? Oh, seven seven sick days you can accrue up. Okay. To. Well, well when days. I was finishing out my contract, they they had already implemented the sick days. Where it's like, you know, when you work this much and then they, like, give you whatever multiplier, blah, blah, blah. So that was already there. Um, I think my biggest thing is still just quality of life. I really think they should have three shifts, you know, for people. And then for people who, you know, if they, I don't know if the right words, don't have a life or just have nothing better to do. And they choose to want to work 12 plus hours a day because they need someone during crunch or whatever. Let the people who want to do it do so. But don't punish and penalize the people that have other obligations, whether it be school, second job, family, whatever, right? Like, that's that was the problem that I had because it was just kind of like, it, you know, you end up suffering in other ways because it's like, oh, no, I won't be able to keep my job because they're just going to let me go because I can't do this thing. And that's really crappy, right? So that that's my biggest thing is just like, that's something that should be worked on because I don't, I know I've spoken about it before, but there's no way, you know, Again, this has only happened to me once, but once is enough, you know, where like you have a group of like six to eight people that were voluntold and you were there for 21 hours and then told to come back in six hours later while one of the guys like would with traffic would have to go like an hour each way, 
so you're telling them to get less than four hours of sleep and then turn around like that's not you know what i mean like that's not healthy and if you're not gonna put someone up somewhere so they can get at least some type of sleep or whatever to make it so they can you know be functional because that's what we are functional testers like you're literally not functional like that's not helpful if you're gonna get upset because so-and-so is dozing off in the corner well what do you think was gonna happen you know so it's things like that you know where they have to tweak other things as well you can throw the you know yes you can throw the things that people typically typically get you know working with the vacation time and sick days and what have you you know and then holidays i think well i mean we normally got the typical holidays except still on call quote-unquote for uh winter break and stuff like that but uh yeah i mean it's it's situational what you need while working for that job and going in saying that like i'm prepared to give my everything away you know myself and stuff like that because like you know for me now it's like if i went back like i still want to be able to know that like if i get into a workout regimen routine it's not like a 15 minute thing right like i don't just move around for 15 minutes to call a done deal like i want to do my warm-ups i want to do you know my whatever exercise routine and then maybe i'll throw in yoga and then a cool down that's definitely not 15 minutes and to eat that out of my sleep time and everything else like you know cooking cleaning prepping whatever you know i mean there's not enough hours in the day for someone like me so you know i would like to have something that was more resembled of saying sometimes there's overtime but not like overtime or else you know Arf, how do you feel about that? With all, mean, all the time that you have to play games. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, congratulations for all those people to finally make what I make it work. <laughs> but uh, like like Ray said, it depends on how the attitudes are. Because you could say all this right now, right? But when oh, it's crunch, tough tough shit. Well. You got to be here. Well, I mean, and the biggest thing is just that when they keep hiring people that are younger and younger, it's like, I don't know if I want to say the term like duping them into, you know, just saying, hey, it's video games. You can have this as your job kind of deal. You know, you don't get them a chance to kind of see like there's other things in life than literally sitting in front of, you know, two monitors for hours on end. You know what I mean? Because that, that messes with a lot of your, especially when you're younger, like, you know, just like a baby growing up, there are things you aren't supposed to do until they're older kind of deal, you know, but you, just sitting in front of the monitor all the time, like, it, I, I know people who just don't do anything but play games all the time. It, like, messes with your sleep, it messes with your attitude and your mentality about a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? And it just kind of, like, creates this thing where, you know, you have to hear everybody having all these other issues that are happening and just, like, you know, I can't eat, I can't sleep, or maybe it's, like, now I've gained, like, for me, like I said, he's like, I stressed out and then I gained a crap ton of weight while I was there. I didn't like that you know so like they're just depending on the person everything's a little bit different for everyone but you know just not making people feel like i don't know stockholm syndrome making them feel like they have to be there i don't know the time i'm not good with english terms just well, the fact that like it makes them you know that people feel like they that they're being appreciated by being there by whatever means i'm not really sure what the words are for it but just like you know just making someone feel like that they're needed or wanted but it's not really beneficial it's it's the culture it's that you 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 take their passion and then you use it against them to make them feel like oh no like you know this is what we do and we don't we don't do this for the company we do it because we do it for the gamers we do it for the fans we do it for the people that want the the product and i mean to a certain degree like there is value in that but at the same time like you know like you said like they keep hiring younger not younger and younger people but they keep 
you know, it's the, the, you know, as the company ages, the employees aren't getting any older necessarily because they just keep cycling in, you know, young people who by the time they realize like, Hey, wait a minute, I'm being taken advantage of that's when it's time to, you know, they don't renew your contract. And there were a ton of, um, that what preceded this was a, a massive Reddit thread by a bunch of contractors, most for Activision Blizzard in various positions, um, you know, talking about how they were mistreated, how, the, how, you know, they were always dangled with the option of like, oh, hey, you know, you keep doing this and, and you'll get, you know, you'll, you'll be eligible for full-time employment. And then they'd see people go and, you know, the full-time employment promise never came true. And uh, there was even one guy where he was, you know, he started making noise. And then as he started making noise about, you know, the conditions, the, uh, the contract work started drying up. And then it's, you know, so, and that's, I mean, that's one of those, that's one of the reasons why companies use contract workers is because you can abuse them like that because you do have the, 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 the flexibility of the contract that, it, you know, it's not a rigid, it's not a, a full-time employment, you know, even, even at will full-time employment is still, you know, you have certain protections and it's still a different situation. Um, you know, yeah, you use the contractor. Oh, you know, we don't need you now. And we're just don't, you know, you know, we, we don't have to worry about paying for you during the downtimes as it were. Um, you know, so there's, you know, there, there are benefits to this. There's a reason why this system has evolved and, uh, it's good to see, uh, you know, it's good to see some changes being made, but again, as with everything, more changes need to be made. I think there's more that can be done. Um, you know, it's, it's, again, it's hard to sit there and look at these calls where, you know, the company is raking in money hand over fist. Um, they still had like a record breaking, quarter here based off of, uh, I think, what was it? Uh, some of King's revenue and, and, uh, Diablo two remastered brought in a ton of money. Um, you know, so they're, they're, you know, the finances are not an issue here. The money is there. It's just a matter of how it's distributed. And, you know, you get $17 minimum wage for a contractor. That's a good start. Cause I even saw there was a senior contractor saying I only make 1650. So, you know, he's getting a pay bump at least, which is good, but you know, there's, you know, there's gotta be more change here. And I, I think the main thing is that the main thing that, nope, you know, that the, the word Activision Blizzard doesn't want to hear, uh, but the word that has been circulating around in, in the, you know, some of these threads is union. They need to unionize. And until they do, um, you know, we're, we, they're, they're, for, for not being a union, they've made a lot of progress. Uh, but I think once they unionize, I think then things will, things will change very much, very quickly. Um, but, uh, you know, we're not, we're not there yet. So we'll see how that yeah. goes. It would be like, you know, when you asked me, it's like if someone that I know, you know, people, anyone from that still works for the company were to like message me or call me or contact me like, Hey, things have changed. This is what we're doing. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Like that, that's, I think when I would believe it. Right. Other than go, get, going, going right. back and being roped in like, Oh, this is about the same. Cause like, again, I'm not a fan of selective who, who is allowed to do stuff and who's not allowed to do stuff when the rule is definitely. You are not allowed to do stuff. I don't like that. I don't, I don't appreciate that part of the, of the workforce. And that's at right. any job. I've, I've left a lot of jobs where if they like make a critical thing where like, it's okay for these guys, but not you, you, and maybe that person over there, like that's when it's not okay. And that's when I usually leave a job because I, I don't like hypocrites. I don't like people, you know, who promise the things and say this and then they'll do it with everyone else, you know, but not these people, you know, that's, that's when it's not okay. And then I'm just like, all right. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let's so let's see. We'll see. We'll see where the law, lawsuits all go at this point. Um, I did get. I did use uh, Eric's image of uh, Robbie Rodick cashing a paycheck. I just talked about <laughs> him. Put like- that back out on Twitter. 
as we talked about that before uh, uh you know since uh since, since bobby codex now uh his paycheck is restricted uh, he said he's not taking any any like additional income either, like as far as bonuses and whatnot. That said, he just got a ton of money, so I mean, oh yeah, income how will dare he live off those millions of dollars he's already made up until this right. point? Right. Oh no, no, I'm not. Say- I'm not saying. That- I'm not saying that's a bad thing necessarily, but I'm also saying like it's not like he's. It's not like he's like sacrificing anything significant by doing this. He'll be fine. Nobody's gonna worry about you know, you know, it's, you know. Uh, there was a study back in 2010. I think it was out of Princeton. Where they said, not like basically like seventy five thousand. If you're making seventy five thousand for I think uh, per person roughly, um, you know that's around the like that's around the, the 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 line where like your salary is comfortable, where you stop having to worry about like paying for essentials like your, your you know like the roof over your head and food and stuff and like everything's kind of okay. And so it's weird to think like Bobby Kotick, technically his salary is underneath that threshold <laughs> that he might, that, you know, he could theoretically be like, oh crap, like, you know, maybe I can't afford rent this month. Maybe I can't pay for my, you know, million dollar house, the mortgage on that or something. Um, it's probably more multi-million dollar house. Um, cause the way the stock market or the way the housing market's going right now, a million dollar house probably isn't that hard to find. Uh, but, uh, no, he's. He's fine. Nobody's worried about Bobby. Um, and, and, and some people are even saying this is more of a symbolic move, which it is. It is. But if the problem is that CEO pay is vastly inflated and needs to come down, you have to let CEOs pull the CEO pay down. At the very least, the next time they go to crunch the numbers on CEO pay, they'll have like a bunch of like, you know, like $100 million, $100 million, 62000 in the database for Bobby Kotick. So, and let's not pretend that he's even slumming it down to where all these contract workers are. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah, it, it, but the, he's but still I guess like that's kind double of point. what they're making. So. Right. But that's kind of the point though, too, is that he doesn't need the money that he was getting before. He does not need that. He, we're, we're saying he's giving it up and he'll be fine. And he knows that too. He'll be fine. So yeah, you know, I don't know what blizzard is necessarily earmarked that money for where that's going to go into their budget, probably to other, uh, other talent. Um, maybe they, you know, need to use it to recruit another co-president, but, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll, you know, I, I think that was kind of the, pro- the argument we had even then when he declined the bonus was it's like, okay, that's great. He's not taking it, but where's the money going? Because, you know, and, and, and until we know that it's it, um, until we can see like, oh, Hey, they're, it's, you know, they're not taking this money and they're going to redistribute it to the talent and they're going to redistribute it to the employees. And especially you know, you know, you know, until they're going to do that, then, you know, it, it, it kind of doesn't matter. Cause it's like, Oh, Hey, if you know, Fran Townsend Townsend gets all the money that Bobby Kodak's not taking, that doesn't help anybody. Anyway, let's move on to our final topic here real quickly. Uh, we have uh looking back 100 episodes to wow talk episode 97, ending the year with the shot of fear. So this was our year end show from 2017. We were looking back at that. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. You know, I was praising blizzard for putting out content all year. That's definitely not going to happen this year. Uh, this may well be the first time that happened. It was probably the last time that that happened. Uh, we also had three full raid tiers released that year. And I speculated that 2018 would not be as good. And I don't think it was. Um, and then we also, we, we, uh, ran the terrace of endless spring live and, uh, we continued to clear bosses with a little problem. And, uh, yeah, then, uh, 
I went and talked to Rathion in the tavern, and Eric could see him and walked right over him. So that's what <laughs> happened. So that was 100 episodes ago. And uh, let's, uh, I think we're good here. Let's go ahead and wrap, wrap, uh, wrap this up. Do you guys have any final thoughts? No. <laughs> Not really. Not really. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we've gone a little bit long here. So we are at Wild Talk MTB on Twitter, also at the MASH Network. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Also, YouTube at youtube.com slash mash those buttons. And thank you, everyone at home, for downloading and listening. Thank you to Heat Kings for the intro song. Thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing. Thank you, everyone, hanging out in the chat room. We had Adam Bomb 151, Joanna X Bella, Ladybug X3, Lana Ray, Lori Pub, Memph FOW, Nat Zelly, Obaba's Hut, Ran Lou, Ron Ron 061, and The Medros of uh, all things Azeroth fame. So go go check them out whenever he comes back. They uh, they just said they're kind of going on a, a much looser schedule. So go check them out, too. Ray, where can people find uh, you? You can, well, I should probably swap it over because I really use Facebook. So <laughs> mainly just find me on Discord uh, at Bishonen no Miko, pound sign 4932, or on Twitter, same handle, uh, Bishonen no Miko. And Harv, where can people find you? On Discord at Harv, pound sign 8673, and sometimes on Twitch at twitch.tv slash harvscreen. And I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on the Torn and the Goblin, talking about Warcraft story and lore, and also on Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast, talking about currently we are working through Mass Effect 2. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash discord. Our next show recording is scheduled for November 22nd, 2021 at 10.30 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Email us with any questions or comments at wowtalk at mash.gg. Let us know what you think of that kitty cat and if it's as cute and fun as it seems promised or what you think of all the lawsuits and all the, the moves that Blizzard is making in response to that. Let us know what you think about BlizzCon being canceled for the foreseeable future. Should it even come back? Maybe the world is better without a BlizzCon. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can on your favorite podcast platform of choice and visit mtb.gg support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can gain early access to content as well as Patreon exclusive content. Also, for those in the chat room, please consider a Twitch subscription if you can, and you can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link as well as our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg support. And stay tuned to hear about other shows on the Mash Those Buttons network. For Ray and Harv, I'm Nick. Hold them accountable. Hey guys. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash discord. 